Shout out to our sponsors. First up is Kiss My Souls. They are a streetwear brand out of Toronto, Canada. Check them out on their Instagram at Kiss My Souls INC and Haiku. They are 100% vegan and gluten free edibles, edibles company. They uh, have some tasty treats. I may have indulged in one or two before we uh, got on the airways here. <laughs> Try that out. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> Hit them up on their Instagram at levels.of.ambrosia. This is Last Call. My name is Gris. I'm here with my co-host. Alan Roberts. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. First in weekly review, Dr. Dre was taken to ICU this week after he suffered a brain aneurysm. Women. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Get you every time. <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, I'm not, but I am. Well, if, but for those who haven't been paying attention, that he has been going through a nasty, nasty divorce settlement with his wife. So I mean, yeah. it's probably not. It probably didn't help. Yeah, he's stressed out. Yeah, I mean, to have a brain aneurysm—that's uh, a lot of stress. Poor guy. But on the plus side, he said he's doing great. He's getting great care, and he is hoping to be home soon. So that's that's good. He made billions of dollars, man. Two, yeah. I heard he's paying her like two million a month. Yeah, something ridiculous. Two million dollars a month. What do you need that much what money? What do you need two million dollars a month for? <laughs> Most people can't even spend a million dollars in their lifetime. Right. Two million dollars a month. A month, G. A month is insane. Till she gets married again or dies. You must be crazy. Yeah. Women. Anyways, <laughs> next. Really <laughs> God. Uh, Donald Trump held a rally this week, encouraging his supporters to storm the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. to stop Congress from counting the votes. And it was very hard to watch. Um, sure. I hate talking about this guy. Me too. I um, can't wait to be <laughs> with him. <laughs> I don't think it was hard to watch. As a black man, it was just more like, well, if this doesn't prove white privilege, I don't know what does. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to watch. I mean, that building hasn't been breached since 1814, August 24th. Yeah, I'm a history buff. During the War of 1812, <laughs> the Brits burnt down Washington. They burnt down, like, the White House and a bunch oh, of buildings. Um, yeah, so that building hasn't been breached since the War of 1812. Wow. Which it was breached in 1814, two years into the war. Yeah. So think about that. So that's <laughs> insane. Like, 200 years. And they just, they're like, yeah, come on in. They were welcoming him. <laughs> There's conspiracy there for sure. Like, there, yeah, the videos I saw, like, it was like, come on in, guys. Like, there was no fighting or anything it yeah. was insane 
I mean, one lady gets shot and they start losing their minds. Yeah. Had that been a group of black people, my God. It would have been much different. It would have been a mass murder. Yeah. But, I don't know. America, I don't know. I don't know. The first episode of season, season finale of America, that was lit. Like, (laughs) that was quite interesting to watch. It was everywhere that, like, you couldn't, you couldn't be on social media and see anything else. If somebody was posting something else, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, there's, I mean, they want to build a wall, then they were climbing the walls and (laughs) like that. (laughs) Let's just hope that they impeach him so that he can never run again, because this is absolutely insane. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen anything like that before in my life. They were just, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a day that's going to go down in, down in the history books. Oh, for, for sure. <laughs> All right, up next, Quebec announced a curfew this week to slow down the spread of COVID. And uh, Ontario is looking at doing the same thing. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know how. I don't know how many more ways that they can say it. Like, you know, stay home and uh, put on a mask and wash your hands. The numbers just aren't seeming to get any better and people just aren't listening. A lot of people just don't care. Unfortunately, a lot of lives are still being lost. Yeah. You know, if a curfew is something that they're going to have to do, then, I mean, I guess so be it. But, I mean, it's just one step closer to something like martial law. I guess I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... It sucks that they have to go that far. Absolutely. I Yeah, like like you said, they're running out of options. Like, like the next step is, okay, like, <laughs> we're going to really enforce this <coughs> if you if you don't follow the rules like we've been telling you to for nine months. Well, like people really aren't giving them a choice. Yeah, So exactly. I mean, what are they supposed to do? No, their hands are tied. They have no other options at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it doesn't get to that point, but, I mean, it's looking like it, so. Yeah. Stay home, folks. Wash your hands. Don't go out if you don't have to. Don't see your loved ones if you don't have to, especially your older loved ones who are more susceptible to catching the virus and people who are already have a condition. Stay away from them. Just wash your hands, mask up, please. Lives are, lives are depending on it. Well said, man. Next up, the Kenosha, Wisconsin police officer who shot and paralyzed Jacob Blake after responding to an unjustified call in August will not be charged. No, what was the... So what was the whole story about that? So a woman that he had prior involvement with made a false call to the police saying, oh, he's on my property, he's he's causing a commotion, and they showed up. He had his kids in the vehicle with him, so he was trying to get to his vehicle to, you know, calm his kids down when the police officer shot him seven times in the back and now he's paralyzed for the rest of his life. Because yeah. Of it. yeah, I think I remember, I remember this one. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I don't even know what to say anymore. Uh, There's been so many of these, it's just... I lost track. I'm almost a little numb to it. 
now and it's just it's too much like it's just been way too much and I think it's disgusting that you know people can't get justice uh, yeah like it's just hap- it just happens too many times over and over and over again and it's at some point you'd like to see a change but yeah yeah I mean a change is gonna take time unfortunately absolutely but it's gonna take time all right, next up, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are calling her quits. I heard about this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do you think Kanye's getting better or do you think he's a clone? <laughs> Ooh! This guy's this just on the conspiracies today. Oh, every single one. <laughs> day, clone. I've heard that one. He doesn't. When was the last time Kanye looked like himself? It's got to be like 10 years ago now. Same, like the last time I think Kanye was like his authentic self was when he was with Amber Rose. Yeah. Ever since he hooked up with Kim, he's just been this other person. Unfortunately, yeah. And, so. You know, a bit of a psycho. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> you know, just saying whatever comes to mind, I guess. I don't know. He's just been on a whole different level and a whole different person. And, you know, it sucks. Like, I never... I, divorce sucks. Like, I never want to see a happy couple come to that. But, I mean, mm-hmm. if they're not happy behind the scenes, who knows what's happening behind the scenes? Right. Who knows what's going on? Maybe he's a sick and tired of her family being so involved in their lives. Who knows what it is? But yeah, it could be anything for sure. All I know is that there's children involved, and that's that's always a bummer. Sure. And I'm sure the kids won't really notice. I mean, they're filthy rich. <laughs> Stupid money. But, uh, you know, I just hope that they are able to find happiness and that they're able to come to a decision that they're both happy with and that they can do it peacefully. Absolutely, man. Next up, Snoop Dogg has responded to Eminem's diss track, Zeus, after Snoop left him off of his top 10 list. And now, Snoop is saying, Pray I don't answer that soft I don't know if I want to see this beef. Like, I don't want to see these two legends go at each other. Who said Zeus was a diss track? Did Eminem? Like, yeah, he had an interview saying, like, he was just like, oh, I didn't. I heard his interview and didn't like his tone, considering we come from the same camp, like doc, the Dr. Dre camp. Right, right, right. So he just wasn't feeling it that he okay, had well, something to say. That's valid. Of course. All right. Okay, Snoop. Yeah. Uncle Snoop. <laughs> All right, then. What you mad at? <laughs> right. You really want to go for Eminem, bro? Like, I, you know, respect to Snoop. Of course. I pay homage to him for sure. Of course. Do you really want to go up against Eminem? Arguably, like, the king of diss tracks. I, like, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> that white boy will eat your food. Like, <laughs> oh, my. Do you really want to do that? Like, I don't you know, think like, so. Snoop is the man. He's sick. He's sick with it. Lyrics for life. Yeah. But I just don't see it ending well for him if he goes up against Eminem. No, Eminem's a different kind of lyricist. Eminem's a monster. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just... 
you know where I'm. You know where I where my loyalty lays. So, you know. No, I agree with you there. <laughs> he does not want that smoke. You know, shots fired. Prayers to Snoop if it goes that way. <laughs> we warned you first. <laughs> I don't know. Don't do it. No. And last up, think about your kids. <laughs> think about your kids and your fans. <laughs> Just. Don't do it, Snoop. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's career suicide. Don't do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> this man will bring your baby mama to not even think twice. Don't do it. You don't want that smoke. Don't do it, Snoop. Don't do it. Don't do it. He had a good career, you know. You know, don't really have beef with nobody. Don't don't do it now. You're just gonna don't just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> Up next, the Grammys have postponed to March after a rise in COVID cases in California. Well, that's probably a good call. Yeah, I think. They, yeah, they just said we're going to repost. They, they gave March 14th as the date, so I guess we'll see. Like, COVID, you can't really predict predict things with COVID, how it's going to be. So right. we'll see, I guess. Well, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm not really... I've never been a fan of the Grammys, mm-hmm. just because, like, they're never really fair. Yeah, they're... There's yeah. so much controversy surrounding the Grammys, but, you know, we'll see what happens. For sure. And that'll do it for a weekly review. All right, up next we have Dope Finds. All right, this week's Dope Finds is We The Urban. You can find them on Instagram at We The Urban. They're a digital media platform that spreads positivity, educates, and inspires. They, uh, they post daily affirmations that really help with your mental health and just putting life into perspective. I, I, go, I go to them when I've had a bad day. Really? Yeah. And you find it uplifting and encouraging? Yeah, they're just it's just about, you know, getting out of your head, finding your peace, just like just maybe if you have some goals you want to achieve in your life. It's just they have so much to to look at and just scroll through and pick your spirits up. Alright, cool. I'll definitely uh we'll give that a look over and check them out. Yeah, for sure. All right, up next we have, if you don't know, now you know. Did you know, even though Fruit Loops are different colors, they all have the exact same flavor? No. Right? My whole life is, what? Right, I'm sitting, I was sitting on the toilet when I read this, <laughs> and like everything just stopped, and my, my jaw just like dropped over, I'm like, say a word. What? Like, I'm like, aren't the green ones, like, lime, and the purple just, yeah. ones, like, grape? And I'm thinking about it, I'm like, come to think of it, no, they're all the same <laughs> flavor. And it just destroyed my whole universe. I did not know that. <laughs> that makes me, re- like, question so many foods that I feel I've like eaten. I've been lied to my entire <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. And if you didn't know... Now you know. <laughs> Up next we have DJ Life. 
week in DJ Life, we're going to be discussing balancing your work and life with DJing. Balancing your work and life with DJing. Uh, sleep is very important. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a young DJ, like in your early 20s, you probably could find that you can probably run on like, you know, an hour's sleep, two hours, maybe mm-hmm. three. That changes. <laughs> really quickly <laughs> as you get older you hit your 30s and you go down for a one hour nap and you wake up and it's all dark <laughs> four hours have gone by you're hungry you don't know what's happening you're a little confused <laughs> sleep is very important um, it's just you know it's hard to balance work and other things like if you have a job um, or if you go to school, like if you have a job other than DJing, mm-hmm. um, other hobbies, kids, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> um, a relationship, yeah, whatever just gonna be say your that. family. It's just important, as important it is to work on your craft and to put in the hours and on your library and your music, on your music. It's just as important to spend time on your relationships and your family and your work life and school life, if that's a thing for you. Um, it's just time management skills are very important. Absolutely. It'll save you time and time again. Yeah. And like I said, sleep. Sleep is the sleep. hugest one. I th- yeah. I think... Uh, like you said, with relationships, you know, it can definitely be tough, you know, when you're working late and maybe your significant other has a has a day job yeah. and just trying to find time for each other, family. So, like you said, just time management is super, super important. Help you out a lot. Definitely. So manage your time well. All right. Up next, we have ultimatums. Would you rather have no taste or... Be colorblind. Oh. Huh. That is wow. I didn't see I I thought I was like, oh he's gonna say would you rather have taste or smell? But that'd yeah, be no. too too simple. Um I think I gotta go with colorblind. I love food. Right. And I love the taste of food. <laughs> Without that, what is the point? Couldn't eat something and not be able to taste. That would drive me insane. Yeah. Like, I would go absolutely nuts knowing that I was eating something like scalloped potatoes or a roast or, you know, KFC, yeah. whatever. Um, chicken from McDonald's. <laughs> and not be able to taste it? I'm getting mad. I'd be mad. I'd be upset. I'd be a big mad. <laughs> Colorblind, I mean, take away some reds and some blue, whatever. Yeah. You know, there's glasses for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can fix that one. <laughs> you can fix that one. There's glasses for that. There's surgeries for that. Ain't no surgery for taste buds. No. You lose those, that's it. That's life. <laughs> I'd be depressed. Like <laughs> <laughs> The look on your face, I felt it. <laughs> I'd be mad, depressed, and sad, and just grumpy all the time if oh. I couldn't taste food. Oh, no. You would not want to be around me. Yeah, no. Probably I'd be not. so upset. <laughs> Just thinking about it makes me a little sad. I'd be I'd be depressed. What would be the point of living if you couldn't taste food? <laughs> right? 
There would like, be no point. Think about it. Think, think about like how much you eat. Think about a day in your life. I spent like half my day preparing food. <laughs> <laughs> and seasoning food and flavoring it so I can enjoy it when I eat it. Take that away. What the f*** do I have if I don't have that? I mean, I guess it would take you less time to prepare the food because you wouldn't care about what it tasted like. Well, I mean, I might as well just eat oatmeal for the rest of my yeah. life because, I mean, what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> like, and, you know, aside from my girl, I love you, um, <laughs> what would I have to live for <laughs> if I didn't have taste? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd be an unhappy bear. <laughs> Those are facts. <laughs> right. oh. Up next, we have... Uh, well, first of all, let us know <laughs> what you could do. Would you rather be colorblind or would you rather have no taste? Let us know in our DMs. Hit us up on our Instagram at lastcallpc. Up next, we have question of the week. Ribbon all right, this week's question comes from... Darian, you can find him on Instagram at Darian.dextrous. Darian. And he he asks, what are your favorite aspects of the DJ scene and what are your least favorite aspects? Uh, okay. One of my favorite aspects of the DJ scene is uh, the music. Just that energy, the vibe. Um, you know, just being that catalyst for people to have a good time. Yeah. You know, and just helping set the mood for for everyone's night and just when everybody's vibing and dancing and you're all on the same page, just the energy that flows in that room. There's nothing like it. Nothing. You know what I mean? But, you know, and then also, like, the free drinks. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst thing about it or the thing I hate the most about it would be drunk song requests. Ugh. <laughs> That's up there for sure for me too. I hate dealing with drunk people especially, in the DJ booth, especially when you're not drunk. It's like, it's like taking care of a toddler. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it is so annoying. Just, just drunk people in general is just annoying, <laughs> and I yeah, I I hate that the most. <laughs> That's just me though. Fair enough. I think uh, I think I gotta agree with you on the best aspect. Just that, just being like steering people's night, the direction of their night, and just getting lost in the music. And you know, you're in control of whether people have a good or a bad night for the most part, unless they're drunk and stupid. But right. uh, yeah, that's obviously the best. The best part. My least favorite would probably be. Yeah, drunk people that I don't like. I'm, like, okay with requests sometimes, but drunk people that, like, get touchy with you and try to, like, get in your space or might try to, like, hey, can I do the Wicca Wicca thing? Yeah, it's like, like I said, drunk people in the DJ booth. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> we're on the same page there. And I just think, like, the... Can I do the Wicca Wicca? <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, why is that a thing? I'm so mad. Right. And they, like, think they're cool doing it, and you're just like... Oh, oh if I touch it right now, will, like, will it stop the music? If I do it, yes. like, will I, if I do the scratching sound, will it stop it right now? Like, will we hear it? No. <laughs> <You> idiot. 
Uh, and then I would just say, like, uh, just the expectation sometimes. I, like, certain places you play, you might have, like, it feels like this weight on top of you that you have to play this certain way or you have to you have to portray yourself a certain way because of the environment you're in, like... Just not a fan of those kind of gigs. Yeah, I feel you. Ah, what a great question! I'm gonna throw that one up on our Instagram and yeah. uh, DJs get in the comments. Let us know what you let us know what you think. Up next, we have Dope DJ of the Week. Well, this week's Dope DJ of the Week is DJ Kinnikin. You can find him on Instagram at Kinnikin Entertainment, and he's from Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Ugh. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. <laughs> and uh, during the pandemic, he was setting up his equipment and uh, in the back of his truck and going to different neighborhoods and just providing them some music while they were all, you know, stuck in their houses or out in their front front yards, whatever. Really? Yeah. I, I've like never seen anything like, like, like He didn't get, like, noise complaints? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look into that part <laughs> Officer, the young man is back. He's just got speakers in his back truck. And he's just blaring music. We, we didn't ask for this. <laughs> like, how's he not getting noise complaints? I don't know. He must have must have went around to the neighborhoods and asked them if it was okay beforehand. I'm not sure. but oh, Y'all are really bored out there, eh? He did set actually set up some, like, graduation parties in the same style. And I oh, thought that's that cool. was cool. Yeah, yeah I can no, understand like, that. People couldn't have their grad parties this year, obviously. So if somebody just pulled up outside my house and started DJing, I'd be upset. <laughs> <laughs> I know you would. Especially if you have a kid and like they're taking a nap, I'd be so mad. <laughs> you gonna come in here and take care of this kid all day long now? I yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Shout out to him, though. Go check him out. Yeah, definitely. Go check him out. Up next, we have Diary of a Mad DJ. All right. (laughs) Trigger warning here. Oh, boy. DJs that play the exact same set at every gig. Uh, A couple just came to mind. (laughs) I'm not going to say anybody's name on air. Of course, of course. Uh, Really annoying. It's really, really... Actually, you know what? I had a DJ back in the day who actually would go around and uh, had um, ripped off one of my mixes from, like, Mixcloud or something and was going around, quote-unquote, DJing and just playing that mix. No Dead ass serious. This happened... I want to say his name so bad, Did you but catch I'm not him in going the act. To. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> why? Uh, yo, I'm so mad. Like, that is so disrespectful to every single DJ that that busted the bleep to put those mixes together. Just to DJ, man. Like it how happens, you... man. It happens. I mean, how can you really control it? And he got paid for your... I would have been taking all his money. Give me that. And it was, at, it was at that point I realized I need to, like, put my DJ name, like, every couple of minutes. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mixes. Um, but it was in the beginning when I was learning, and I just did a straight mix. And right. I didn't have a DJ Grizz drop at that time and things like that. So, so it was, it's funny and quite interesting, quite maddening as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's annoying. I mean... 
there's nothing wrong with playing like you know familiar transitions that go well with each other mm-hmm. and thing like things like that. But to play it song for song, I mean, I've I've worked at a few spots. You and I have worked at a couple of spots yeah. where they were fed up with the other DJs, and you know they would even know like, oh, he's gonna. Like if he dropped one song, they knew like the next five to ten songs yeah. he was gonna play, and they'd be right every single time. That's annoying. I wouldn't like. I don't even know if you can call yourself a real DJ if that's how you're doing. It takes no skill to do that. You may as well like. You may as well do what that guy did to you at that right. point. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Just record and push play. Yeah. And I I know some DJs like that. Yeah. Shame. It's lazy. But uh, yeah, no, don't do that. Cut it out. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and up next we have Make DJing Fun Again. All right. We're talking about taking challenges head on and, you know, avoiding them will only hold you back. Yeah, I think it's important to, you know, just... Well, what kind of challenge are you talking Like, just challenges in general? Just, yeah, just in general. Um, yeah, it's important to just... Uh, how do I want to say this? Don't shy away from it. I mean, a challenge is a challenge for a reason. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking your time with it or researching it and figuring it out that way. But don't slack on it. Don't put it to the side. Don't put it on the back burner. Don't procrastinate on it. Because the longer you procrastinate on it, the more you're going to think about it. You're going to overthink it. And you're going to get in your head about it. Just go for it. Trust your instincts and just tackle things head on. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I remember when I was younger, I would get beat myself up over, oh, I can't get this transition or I can't, you know, I can't figure out my software, just every little thing. And when I finally stopped, like, getting frustrated about it and, you know, okay, how can I fix this going forward? The results were much better. Right. Yeah, because once you figure it out, I mean, now you have that figured out. You don't have to worry about it again. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Take, tackle things head on. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you need help, ask. There's nothing wrong with asking. Like, as a DJ community, we were just talking about clicks on yeah. the last episode. You know, there's nothing wrong with reaching out to your DJ brethren and asking for help. Absolutely. There shouldn't be anything wrong with that. You shouldn't be afraid to do that. If anybody makes you feel a type of way for doing that, that's a dumb problem. There's something wrong with that individual. There's nothing wrong with asking for help when you need it. There's nothing wrong with giving a hand. Nope. There's not one thing wrong with that. And on that note, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's the end of episode 21. 21, 21. And, uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. We appreciate y'all. And uh, we'll... See you next week. Yeah, see you. All right. Good night and God bless. Peace. Good night.